0: Hey, it's Paige with a quick announcement and a massive thank you. In April 2020, I decided to launch the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast and hoped that someone other than just my mom would be listening. Uh, Thanks, mom. Also, you did. And I'm so grateful because of that. In January 2021, the podcast was nominated and won the Best Family Podcast in the Podcasting for Business Awards. In June 2021, Voyage LA Magazine featured me and my business, Everything with Style. That was super exciting. And now in July 2021, this little organizing podcast that has brought me absolute joy in doing is now ranking in the top 1.5% of podcasts in the entire world. And because again, of your coming back week after week, writing wonderful reviews and leaving five-star ratings on Apple podcasts, this little podcast has turned into a not so little podcast and I am so beyond grateful. So I just wanted to say a massive thank you to you. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. I hope you will enjoy some organization motivation here. Thanks so much. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible, and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hi, thanks for coming back again for another episode today. I wanted to talk about briefly what I've mentioned on the last few episodes in case you've missed those before I talk about what we're going to dive into today. All right. In the last few episodes, I have chatted about buying less, not overbuying. Having less, which ends up giving you more time. So less is more was one of the episodes. Gives you more time, gives you more space. It's just a good thing not to have a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff in your place because it can lend itself to starting to look like clutter. And then obviously organizing those things in a great way. I talked about on a recent episode how to label some of your items just to make sure that you're not missing things, things that you've bought. And also making sure that you are using what you already have, especially if budget is an issue, which I am okay with being a girl on a budget. And it's kind of nice, even if you do have a little money to spend. It's kind of nice to be able to to find some good deals, some good discounts, and making sure that what you already have is serving you well. And if it is, sometimes there's no need to actually go out and buy more. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to some of those past episodes, check them out. I do feel like they were useful, helpful in some ways decluttering and sort of maybe I wouldn't say going that minimalistic lifestyle, but I would definitely say just really tightening up some of the things that you have to make sure that your space is welcoming you. You don't feel like you have stuff out everywhere. So today I want to talk about actually organizing something that is typically behind closed doors, but is still important. And that is your linen closet organization. So you might not actually have a linen closet and that's okay because you can keep towels, bed linens, washcloths, things of that nature. You can keep those anywhere as long as you've got them organized in a neat way so that you know what you have, you know what you need Sometimes when we know what we have, we realize we're missing something. So you might see like, hey, I think I might actually need some more of this particular item. Okay, so this is something I want to talk about today, which is that if whether you have a cabinet like an under the sink cabinet that you're putting your linens or you have a totally devoted to linens closet or you just have another space in your house that you're making that space work to house those items what is super important is what I'm always going to talk about when I talk about the three E's and getting organized in three simple steps. It's that essential purge. So the first E, your essential, I always think is a good Purge. So I will drop those past episode show notes uh, links there, because I want you to know that if you haven't heard the three E's yet, you can check out episode one. That one talks about the three E's philosophy, getting organized in three simple steps. And then also the essential purge, which is that first step in getting organized. That's episode seven. I'll put both of those in show notes. And I just always like to reference those because I feel like sometimes we want to get straight to the organizing. Part. And if we haven't done the steps prior to that, sometimes it makes that a little bit more difficult. So when it comes to linen closet organization, the purge is important because sometimes you're holding on to linens that you're not using. Okay. So I get if maybe you've had some towels in the past or some sheets in the past that you're like, oh, we're going to use these for cleaning linens now, you know, maybe you want to use it for dust cloths. Maybe you had a great towel and you want to cut that up and make it smaller and have it be dust cloths. Okay. I get that, but let's just make sure that those are now in a bin that says dust cloths, or those are where your cleaning products are. If you find that your linen closet or your storage cabinet for these linens is getting a little overrun and looks a little cluttered and that's, totally normal, especially whenever you have multiple people in your home and you got to have extras of these things. So I get it. So that's something to consider. Should we purge that stuff like old linens we're not using if they belong in a different space, maybe take those and go ahead and put those in a different space so that they are serving you well. If you do have a linen closet or you do have a cabinet that has the space to house all of these items together, plus like your cleaning products and those dust cloths and things, by all means, hang on to them. I even remember in the days uh, when we had little littles, our babies, and we were using burp cloths. After we used those, or if we didn't use some of them, I held on to those for a couple more years. We used those as dust cloths and things too. So, again, totally understand that. Just make sure they're in the correct spot so that it's serving you best. When you know you need to go grab those, you want your linens to be a little separated from like those cleaning things, right? All right. So what are the things that you do need to have in your linen closet? I mentioned towels. I mentioned bedding. Those are really the most important things that you're going to be finding a space for. Now, I really like after you've done that good purge. So that means like, If you have a hundred sheet sets that you're not using, it's time to donate those to someone else. It's time to, you know, give those to a friend as a hand-me-down if they need backup. If you have gone through the season of your kiddos outgrowing a certain size bed and you just haven't had a chance to get around to like getting rid of those Crib fitted sheets, or you know, the little baby pillow covers, or whatever. You know, maybe even this is like the pee pads. Like if you have those waterproof mattress covers, or you have something like that, and your kiddos are no longer wetting the bed, or you guys are out of diapers, is it necessary to still hang on to these things? If you feel like you're not really using them anymore, I would say no. Those are not things that you need to continue hanging on to. So once you've done that essential purge, step one. Then you're going to go on to the second step, your enhancement to that. What's going to make that more valuable or add style to working hard on that purge, which is to donate it to somebody else. So uh, if you have some that were unused, that were once, maybe you want to get a little ROI on, this would be the time that you would sell it. So sell it in a yard sale. Uh, And sometimes in a yard sale too, people will actually buy linens that don't necessarily fit their bedding, but they're getting them because they want to have just some extra sheets for whatever reason. Maybe they're covering furniture and they, they don't want to go buy a brand new sheet somewhere. So they'll see your blankets or something like that. Those are great things to put in a yard sale. So by the way, there is a yard sale episode. Check that out too. It's in the twenties might be 20. I'll drop it in the show notes. Make sure you, you know it, if you are going to tackle a little yard sale. And then finally this is the actual organization of it all. Your extra, your final E, this is where you're going to decide, okay, what do I still have left over that we need to make space for? So like I said, whether it's a closet or it is a an under the sink cabinet or it's another cabinet somewhere else, or perhaps you might want to style these linens in like a really cute you know, like a two-tiered or three-tiered thing that you can set in your bathroom. Like if you want to put some cute little towels, it's kind of like a, kind of like a hotel vibe, you know, like a cute little hotel vibe. Maybe you want to do that in a guest bathroom. And so you don't want your guests to have to go through your actual linen closet. So maybe you want to style some of these linens for them to be able to use in a cute little shelf, or maybe you've got some floating shelves, or you want to just have something that's out in the open. And so then you might consider doing the cute little, like the spa towel roll uh, to make it look really nice and styling that space and putting that on some shelving or putting that on a cute little tiered you know, metal stand. We used to have, I'm having flashbacks suddenly to, we actually (laughs) talk about when I talked about using what you already have. I remember my, for my cousins, we got this three tiered fruit stand. And what happened is we got it for our wedding, a wedding present. And when we got it, every house that we lived at had lower cabinets that didn't allow me to slide it in under the cabinet. And so uh, in the very beginning, at least that's how it was. And so I but I loved it It was such a great gift and I didn't want to get rid of it. And so I was like, OK, I'm going to repurpose this and I'm going to use it in my guest bathroom and I'll put in. We didn't have a ton of cabinets back in the day or little places. And so we would just roll up washcloths and towels and stick those on the little tiers, And they looked so cute. I even had some little you know, shampoos and soaps and things up in the top little part. So, you know, consider that do consider if if you maybe don't have a full closet to make your linen closet, that's something you want to have, then you can make it look organized and beautiful and tidy. And then it's super helpful to anybody coming to stay with you or even you, you know, Definitely bring a little bit of that hotel heaven home with you. So sometimes having pretty rolled up towels, just the presentation looks nice. So on that note, I wanted to mention when you are folding what you've got left over, you want to consider the space. So if you've kind of been in a habit of maybe how you grew up, you guys always folded your towels a certain way. So it's just always the way you've done it. Consider if that's actually working best in the space that you're in now. And if you decide you had your linens in one place, you want to move those, especially after you've purged anything that you're not using anymore, you might be able to consolidate and put those linens in a smaller space than you had them before. So do can consider where am I going to put this instead of folding things in half, perhaps you want to fold them in thirds now, because you can stack them on top of each other in a smaller space, you know, so often underneath your sink, if you want to have towels under there, you know, you got the big pipe that drops down. And so instead of having a really large wide fold, you would want to just double or triple up that fold to make sure that it could fit. And you're really using the vertical space that's underneath your sink properly next to those big, deep pipes that can mess with the aesthetics of like trying to put bins in there. So sometimes having your towels under there is actually an ideal fit. Okay. So we talked about folding those. I do want to mention if you go to everything with style mom on Instagram, you can see that I did a normal regular video of how to actually properly fold your sheets that can sometimes be the bane of your existence because they just look all messy and wadded up and not pretty when you're trying to display them well in your linen closet or cabinets. So I did a normal IGTV video on that. And then I did, you know, a perfectly ridiculous reel that thanks to my daughter, she helped me record as I'm like saying that when you get the hang of folding Those fitted sheets, because normally I say start with a large surface. So either a bed or even the floor, especially if you've got like a California King size mattress and you've got a big cover for that. I have said that once you get the knot for it and you really, you get the hang of it and you feel like you could do it anywhere I did a silly Reels video. Um, my Isabel thankfully recorded me standing on top of the table, standing on top of the island in our kitchen, standing on top of the couches and the beds, and I was just being ridiculous and folding these things. And the point was, once you do get the hang of it, it actually makes sense, and you can fold them really nicely and neatly. So you can fold them anywhere. You can like fold them in midair. You can fold them from your kitchen island, wherever. So if that is something that has bugged you and you don't actually know how to fold a fitted sheet properly, Head over to everything with style mom on Instagram and find that and hopefully have a good laugh at my expense because it was ridiculous, but it was really fun to make. And then of course I had to remind the children, Hey, don't climb up on the table. Like mom, don't stand on the kitchen Island. Like mom, don't jump on the couches. So, you know, all, all for the gram, right? Okay. Okay. So back to actually organizing these things. Once you have folded these items nicely and neatly, I would suggest grouping them together in like categories. So you can do this in one of two ways when we're talking about, oh, well, when we're talking about towels or we're talking about bedding with towels, maybe you want to group those in colors, or maybe you want to group those in the space that they're going to go to. So let's say that maybe your towels that you're Kids use your towels that you use, and maybe your towels that you save just for your guests. And perhaps you want towels that are just like beach towels or pool towels that maybe are a little bit larger. So, that is something you might consider if your towels don't all match, if they're all different, you might just want to have different categories for that. And why? Because easily accessible, you see what you have, you see what you might still need. And also, well, it just looks nice. Okay. So, grouping things together in like items is helpful there's form and there's function there okay now we're talking about linens in respect to that you can organize those grouping them in like categories in different ways if you so choose maybe you want to put all of your fitted sheets stacked together in one pile all of your flat sheets in one pile all of your and when i say pile i mean like a nicely neatly folded stack right? Okay. Uh, Or maybe you want to even roll them up. So if that's the case, that can be your pile. It can be like rolled up. Uh, And perhaps you want to have your pillowcases be separate as well. Or if you have decorative pillowcases and you want to have those in a separate section, that's fine. Or perhaps the way you're going to group these like items together is you're going to actually take uh, whatever bedding you have for a specific bed, a specific person, you're going to put all of their bedding all together in a stack. So perhaps you've got like a kid, bedding set that you would like to stack all together. So you have, you know, maybe have that fitted sheet on the bottom, you have the flat sheet on top, you have the pillowcases on the top of that, or perhaps you want to fold it all up together. There's some great sort of envelope folding tutorial videos out there for you and certainly check those out you just want to group these things together so that they make the most sense for you. So if you do have an actual linen closet and you can house everybody's stuff, this is a great idea to have things grouped separately. So again, you can just grab what you need quickly. And let's talk to, I mentioned that you might even have some of those items that were from your kids when they were younger, perhaps if they were wetting the bed, or you just wanted to go ahead and (laughs) think ahead in case there was an accident. And so you've got some of that waterproof bedding that's separate. That would also be something great that you might want to have in its own category. So that way you can see, you know, I feel like they're using this a little more often. I'm going to go grab one more of these or, you know, they're not doing this so much anymore. I might keep one and I'm going to get rid of these three or four other ones because we're really just not using it anymore. So that's something to consider. Now, I've mentioned that you can kind of be stacking these things out, you know, in their own little pile, their own little neatly organized stack. But you could also bring in baskets here. This would be a great opportunity, whether you're having these things organized behind closed doors, behind closed cabinets, or out in the open. You can bring in woven, beautiful baskets. You can bring in clear plastic bins, or you can bring in a colorful fabric bin, whatever the style of your place is. I always like to take whatever the outside style of your home is, meaning like things that are out in the open, whether you have sort of a traditional style, more modern style or something else, an eclectic mix. I really like matching whatever bins you're using behind closed doors to that style as well. So this is also where style doesn't necessarily mean, you know, what color or texture or pattern or whatever it is, but this would be the style that works best for you. So is this the time that you're going to have closed top bins because you want it to look nice and neat and you don't mind pulling a bin out, popping the top open, grabbing what you need, putting the top back and putting it back in your closet or your cabinet If that works for you, by all means, do it that way. If that feels like a headache, or if you are perhaps having to change out linens and getting new towels regularly, maybe it makes sense for you to have an open bin or an open basket. And that's going to actually work best for everybody in your family to be able to quickly grab on the go. Now, I just did an episode, as I said, called label your stuff. So this is a fun opportunity for you to add some style, a little flair to whatever bins you do choose. Or if you just want to label the shelf that it's on, you know, I've, I've seen that I, I personally have not done this on linen shelves before, but I could have instead of placing the label saying, you know, this is a queen size for guest, This is a king size for our primary bedroom, or this is kids waterproof bedding, however you want to label those items, you can actually put, if you just get, I have a great one from the container store, a label maker. It's just an adhesive, skinny, narrow label that you just adhere right to the front of your shelf. So that might be something that would be helpful, especially if you have someone in and out helping you. If you have, oh, don't miss that episode on hiring a housekeeper, if that's something you need. If you've got someone who's there helping you out and they are putting things back in your linen closet, you want to make sure that things are labeled properly so that they know where to put them. So when they leave and then all of a sudden you need to change some bedding real quick, everything is there in its proper place. Because I mean, listen, even if you get really good at folding that crib fitted sheet or that mattress fitted sheet, you don't want to have to pull one apart only to realize that you picked up the wrong size and then you need to refold it. And then you need to go back and actually find the correct one. And then you're going to put it on. You don't want to have to do that. So absolutely label these items. That's going to make it a little bit easier, especially if you're having to do that in the middle of the night. Okay. You hear me, mamas? I know that that is something that's happened in your world. Middle of the night, whether it's an accident, whether it's a sickness, oh, those are never fun. Oh, goodness. And then just nobody sleeps for the rest of the night. So having your items in your linen closet. Purged of any clutter, stuff that you're not using, then selling it or donating it, and then organizing it so it's working best for you. Perhaps even adding in a little label will make your linen closet organization over the top. Super helpful. You got both form and function, and you can enjoy it and have it work best for you and every member of your family when you put in that organization up front all right so hopefully this was helpful in getting your linens your bedding your towels and all that good stuff organized and as always send me pictures i love seeing what you guys are doing especially when you send me the before and afters those are really exciting to see all right hope you're all having an amazing final days of your summer if you guys like us don't start back to school until after labor day in september if you are back in the sling of it Hope you guys are enjoying your new school year, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at EverythingWithStyleMom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate, and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcast now and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.